Hey, you guys. Welcome to Paradise. Um, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you a million times for listening. This connection is literally my life's purpose, and I'm just so glad you're here. Um, if you want to connect with us, feel free to go to TaraHargrove.com, hit contact, send us some mail, a little message, or you can find us on the Glow Up for Humans Who Manifest on Facebook. Anyways, let me get to this episode right quick. Here we go. Hello, hello. Hello. Uh, Welcome to Paradise. Period. <laughs> so, uh, <clears throat> today we're discussing main character energy. We're not just discussing it, we're bringing it. Yeah, yeah, all that. So, uh, let's start with Sash. Mm. Please give me a working definition for main character energy. Main character energy is being that bitch mm-hmm. in every moment. Mm-hmm. Main character energy is showing up to every situation knowing that you came there to serve. Mm-hmm. You came there to be served. Mm-hmm. You came there because wherever you're at needs something from you. And you remain teachable in that moment as well. Yep. It's that selfishly unselfish, everything's about you so that you're confident in what you're doing. That part. Yeah, I love that. What's your working definition? So my working definition comes with examples, I think, because it's like very action-oriented for me. Yeah. Um, so it's like first section of main character energy is like there's zero self-abandonment because you're not telling your story, you know, through your eyeballs or witnessing your story through anybody else's lens. You're really like, I'm seeing this through my eyes. Mm -hmm. So you're never like, I'm going to see this through somebody else's eyes first before I see it through my eyes. There's like, um, it's not personalizing. It's Mm -hmm. um, not self-abandoning. It's, um, but also it's advocating to the best of your ability for like, you know, the good of, everybody because that is who my main character is right a little bit of a hero not in an ugly way but just in a like leadership type of Mm -hmm. way so main character energy based on the main character identity you know my highest self identity is like I give a shit but the reason like you said I give a shit is because I first give a shit about me Mm -hmm. um and then uh action example is like I, I I think I heard this or saw it or something in media, book, podcast, TikTok. I don't fucking know. I love the TikTok. Yeah, yeah. And it was like, main character energy is when you go in somewhere and you have the, like, predisposed notion, vibe, attitude, um, expectation that you're walking into a room, you know nobody. Okay, there's, say, 10 people in the room. Different levels of education, culture, all different kinds of things, and you don't know them. Your attitude as main character energy is that you walk into the room knowing that everybody is happy to see you, wants to see you, and and it's like so, I don't want to say exaggerated, but like so poignant that they want something from you, comma, that you want to give them. Mm-hmm. So like you're there to serve in a sense, but you're also there to, just to be present because they're happy to fucking see you. And you address the world in that way, kind yeah. of like from a regal, like, Hello, kind of fucking vibe. Yes. 
and that's like you know exaggerated and bougie for the illustration the idea but um but not really yeah that's the that's the move like yeah i'm here you're welcome and it needs to be illustrated yeah right and Mm -hmm. like you said i love that you said it starts with you Mm -hmm. right like what is your main character Mm -hmm. and that's what you get to decide on a daily basis period yeah right Mm -hmm. and it should always be changing Mm -hmm. preferences because we should always be evolving we should always be growing we should always be figuring out what those preferences are and a lot of preferences don't stay the same never hardly ever Right. Yeah. But it starts with us. Right. Because if I don't think I'm the main character, then mm-hmm. I'm going to show up in every room insecure, mm-hmm. in every situation insecure, mm-hmm. and then lay my head down at night in a pity pot because mm-hmm. why didn't anything go my way? Right. Oof. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah. I really, and, and the insecurity that comes with the unintentional not being the main character. And, like, okay, coming from, like, you know, having a narcissistic parent or having an abusive parent or having a parent who was a dope fiend or having even just a parent who was, like, a workaholic or something like that. Or the nurture wasn't there. That part. Yeah. Being the middle child or, like, the not-talented child, right? You become, like, a a accessory. You become, Mm -hmm. like, a co-starring, like, in somebody else's fucking program, right? And, um... If you're inundated with that and that's the culture it becomes kind of like just how you like run your life so you know you're secondary to a parent or to a sibling as a child and then you know as an adult you become secondary or whatever to your spouse or to your kids and it's like once you live that out a couple mm-hmm. times it becomes paradigm it becomes just like that's the way that it is that yeah that's your norm yes and then you know somebody might bring Not it up your preference right just the that's- norm just yes. the norm, not your presence. Yes. Mm-hmm. And this is another really good example of how people attract what they yeah. are. You know what I mean? Like, like you're going to see whatever you think is true mm-hmm. because it's what's familiar. Yeah. And so without being really open, and, like, I want to talk about that at some point, like, a series of, like, how to be open mm-hmm. and why to be open. Yes. Um, but without being open, you can't upgrade that. You can't see past that. You can't dream past that. Like, there has to be more. And you don't want to get to forty five, fifty five, spending three hundred thousand dollars in a car and leaving your spouse. There has to be more. Like exactly. you want to um, edify and like you know fill up all that stuff as you're growing and as you're you know becoming more and more of your best self. Yep. Yeah. All the time. Like you want to, like you're saying, not focus on the tangible things. Mm-hmm. But you want to focus on you as a whole. Like what's tangible and what's not mm-hmm. tangible, that's going to propel you. Mm-hmm. That's going to be the catapult into your next higher mm-hmm. self. And it also comes with um, what does your perfect day look like? Period. Are you living your perfect day? Yeah. Right? And did it change? Right. You just did it yesterday, day before yesterday. Yeah. Did it change? You created new preferences. I just did a new perfect day the other day. And I think I probably have created a couple new preferences since then. And yeah. I just like the... The exercise of creating your perfect day is so cool because I don't feel bad about changing my preferences and following the preferences in the next day actions. Like sometimes you'll be like, oh gosh, you know, this is a lot or am I being too much or am I, you know, and it's like, no, because I just, I meant to do this. I just decided I wanted to do it yesterday and it's really fulfilling like to do that. Like we were talking earlier before we started recording and I was talking about how I cleaned the bathroom this morning. And I don't necessarily love to clean unless it's, like, my only job. Like, I could be a housekeeper, and that is my job. Yeah. Right? (laughs) Um, And so I just like to do, like, one thing. Um, But I cleaned the bathroom this morning 
not because it was like super dirty, but because I was like part of my perfect new upgraded perfect day from the other day when I did it was Mm -hmm. that I got up and was moving slow and whatever and like rewashed, like I'd washed my hair the night before, but I was like washing my ass in the morning and I got out my bathroom was like super clean and that was part of it. So I just like took, you know, a little bit of a step to just kind of like clean it, spray it down, wipe it Mm -hmm. down, whatever, whatever. And it felt delicious. I was like, yeah, I love this for me. And it was not a big deal, but it felt like embodying more of what I need yes. to be. Yeah. More of that main character yes. energy and what yeah. your main character is. Mm-hmm. I have a friend and he always shares about relationships, right? Mm-hmm. And when he shares about it, it's like significant other type of relationship. But I feel like it could be anything, whether sibling friend, whatever, Mm -hmm. right? But he always shares about how for years he was trying to win an award for being the best supporting actor. Yes. In a relationship. Yes. Right? Because you're always trying to people please. Yes. And you're always trying to um, pretend you know what the other one's thinking or how the conversation's going to go, right? Like you're Mm -hmm. having a whole conversation in your head Mm -hmm. and you've come to the conclusion before you even talk to the person. Right. And it's like, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? (laughs) Mm -hmm. So now you're like the best supporting actor or you see... Or you're an empath and you don't know how uh, to manage those feelings. And so you're trying to cater to yeah. everybody's feeling. Yep. And now you're pouring out and you're pouring out and you're pouring out and you're drained. Mm-hmm. Best supporting actor. Mm-hmm. That empath stuff, you guys, is so mm-hmm. important to learn how to kind of shroud and veil yourself, either mm-hmm. physically or mentally and emotionally or all of it. And also to be able to discern, become so yes. familiar with yourself to be able to discern what is yours and what's not. Because... I, you know, if you can't escape somebody else's really big feelings as an empath, I may very well switch over to being codependent to fix their fucking problem because I don't want their shit on me anymore. Mm -hmm. And that's like a survival tactic. And I feel like that's justified as long as I know what I'm doing. You know, I'm not just knee jerk fucking switching gears. Mm -hmm. As long as I know what I'm doing and I'm doing it for like my preference, whatever. Yeah. But, um, you know, knowing how to veil yourself, shroud yourself, at the very least, energetically, and we can talk about that later. Maybe I'll like write a blog post, blog post about it. But that's super important, and and something that took me a long time to learn how to do really effectively. And sometimes, depending on the level of um, how sensitive you are, what some of the solution is is to avoid people, like you know, just raw dog, uh, whoever, whatever. Yeah. Um, extraneous people there are people who are important and they're worth the cost mm-hmm. but just um being a people pleaser and like uh looking for acceptance and going being extroverted doing extroverted activities and feeling like shit because you didn't get your cup filled because there's really no intimacy in yeah. extroverted activities that are um relatively gregarious oftentimes yeah especially for somebody who is actually introverted anyways Preference, again, yeah, preference. learning all the things. Yeah, knowing yourself. Yeah. Like, just really profiling yourself, knowing yourself, and creating preferences based yep. on what works for you, what feels good. Exactly. I think writing a blog about the cloaking mm-hmm. and the veil mm-hmm. would be super helpful, mm-hmm. right? Like, I know my main character, I'm surrounded by green. Mm-hmm. That's my mm-hmm. veil. Because mm-hmm. I imagine being in this just green energy box and no one can touch me. No one can penetrate it, Mm -hmm. and it's mine, and I've created it, Mm -hmm. right? I love that. Same as, like, a hula hoop. Yep. I remember uh, another, like, catalyst to my main character energy was the hula hoop. Somebody told me, whatever is, your hula hoop is yours. Mm -hmm. That's it. This space. Nobody else fits in it, Mm -hmm. right? And I was like, oh, yeah, cool, got this. Mm -hmm. 
Got my man taken care of, my brother taken care of, my friends, my family. They're all chilling in here. Mm -hmm. And she said, no, just you. Right, right. And I said, oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I see it. I what? see it. And honestly, I probably get inside the hula hoop without permission anyway, so it don't fucking matter. I love it all the I'll be time like, bro, now. fucking move. Move over. <laughs> no, shut up. Move. I will kill you with this stiletto, too. We in here together. Yeah. Pow, 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 pow. <laughs> Everybody got lipstick everywhere. Oh, no. <laughs> it's another main character energy. Period, yeah. That's yeah. what's important, too. Like, yeah. don't let people in your hula hoop mm -hmm. or in your veil mm -hmm. who aren't going to create a bigger veil for mm -hmm. you. Protected, yeah. Like having a sacred space for mm -hmm. people who you intentionally are intimate, like, you know, vibes, emotional, mental, physical, whatever. Your little tribe, that needs to be another layer of protectedness. There has to be like a little dome over that. And I'm not saying like in a way where you're like, there's a class system or hierarchy or like, you know, yeah. like those people are, you can't sit here. But like, honestly, like, pearls. yeah, <laughs> you can't sit here. Like, you know what I mean? Like not in a fucked up way about them, but in a protective way about me. Like, no, that's not going to work because I am, that doesn't make me thrive. That doesn't yeah. feed me. That doesn't feel safe. That's going to distract me. I'm going to be concerned about it. I'm going to have to, you know, and those things, when they draw your attention, you feel the need to control them. And now we're back doing old shit. I'm, I need to control. And if it's not going to control and I can't overtly brute force you, now I have to manipulate you. Yeah. And here we go on some bullshit. Yep. So avoiding those types of relationships and people that require you to maintain them in that way is the solution. You remove yourself. Like, Amen. Yeah. And I love that you said that it doesn't have to be forever. Mm -hmm. Right? But like take the time to learn. Baseline. The baseline, mm -hmm. the foundation of mm -hmm. what you need to keep your cup full. And when it's not full, what you need to do to fill it. Mm -hmm. And having cool triggers, like having good triggers for like, Ooh, oh, I learned that. something here. Like, like, um, so something happens and then you're like kind of off kilter. You don't really think about it as off kilter. But once you get your cup filled the next time, you're like, damn, I was really fucked yeah. up. And so you understand that that prior trigger where mm. you started to get wobbly, that's a sign. So now you can like akin that to other similar things or um, or it, it in itself becomes, you know, like, yes. oh, this is a sign. So one of the things that I've decided about 2023 in our upcoming year is that I'm going to take everything as a sign. Not like totally woo-woo sign, but just like what is the universe telling me? And I used to do this all the time. This used to be my standard practice. And, and listen to it? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So you like, you really stop time for a second, uh -huh. get into your sacred space and be like, okay, so what is it telling me? And it was like all of the uncomfortable things. What is it telling me? Yeah. And that section of time was very uncomfortable. And I don't know if I called that in, right? Because I was willing to listen and willing to be taught in that mm -hmm. space because I was asking the right questions. I'm, it might be, you know, kind of both, right? Yeah. Like that it was a time for learning because I had the, the space and energy for it. I had leveled up to a place where it was like, it was just time but also that I was asking the right questions. And I'm not really looking to get my head bumped, but I definitely am ready to upgrade things. And you don't know what you don't know, so I would just need to be open to, like, what is the next step? Because what is the next dream, even? Like, mm -hmm. my husband has some dreams about, like, even just our housing, such so like, like, you know, what type of house we would buy next. And I'm like, yeah. that is insane, sir. Like, that's way more bougie than I could ever even conceive in reality. Like, I don't, what? Mm -hmm. You know? Mm -hmm. So... And I love that for him and I love that for me because, like, he might manifest that on his own and just take me with him. Yeah. But, like, in, in order for me to get into alignment with that, like, I'm not even there. Yeah. So what is – what is I need to learn some more shit. What's I need to – Yeah. It? I mm -hmm. need I need new knowledge. I need new yeah. experiences. I need to upgrade my energy because um, 
Why the fuck not? Mm-hmm. Why not? Hello? Oh my God. And ask yourself that question yes. about everything. Everything. Yep. That is the main character energy. Mm-hmm. And I love how you said to remember like the cool triggers, the good triggers, mm-hmm. the bookmarks, mm-hmm. the Academy Award mm-hmm. of your main character energy yeah, yeah, or whatever yeah, yeah. until you go on to the next one, mm-hmm. right? Because it's so important to remember what felt right and what didn't feel right. Mm-hmm. I love that. For the next venture. Because mm-hmm. then you know. And some ritualism that goes with that, like in creating Ooh. your own altar shrine, is like, okay, so I have some of my boudoir images. And They're that's gorgeous. like, thank you. That's my setup for like some of my altar space. Mm-hmm. And then there's like per, um, physical representation of some of the triggers that I have that are like higher self energy, you know, to call me in. Yeah. So it's like, you know, fancy pens and mm-hmm. music and awards that I've gotten and pictures of like, like my best times where I was like, oh, yep, there she is. You know, and just like all the little trinkets that have significant representation that like trigger a time or a memory or a, you know, have representation as a something. As so, a value and substance. Yes. Yeah, so, well, yeah, when we look at it and we meditate on it, it's like yeah. it's calling up all of that. Um, I want to say like be, like best reels of yeah. <laughs> of Tara type thing. You know what I mean? Like it's just like in my mind's eye, I can see all of these different budding seedling, you know, versions of me growing to this direction that I can hear like the call. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you know, as a self care practice for you guys listening, for us too to continue to grow our altar space. And this doesn't have to be like, you know, straight woo-woo, but just a place or a, a section or something that you look at that reminds you of, I'm a bad bitch. It could be positive affirmations yeah. on the mirror. Yeah. It could be a sticky note yes. somewhere. It could be as small or as extravagant as you want it yes. to be. Yes, yep. Mm-hmm. That's one of the things, like, my quote-unquote real job, I'm a boudoir photographer locally here, and, like, I really the feel like... vote for her. Thank you. Um, I really feel like that's a um, higher self alter mm-hmm. like my physical prints is like literally literally like bitches come in here and they're like this is yeah. me this is me this is how you see me and i see me like this now this is me you give the main character energy. period and i and it's like i love yeah. it i love it and then i'm looking at it and i'm realizing how important the visual representation of your highest self and a reminder like i'm channeling this yeah i'm channeling this that's her. I'm channeling this. I can see it. It's real. I love that you said you have pictures of yourself on your altar as I well. got them all over the place. Period. Because, again, <laughs> that's not something I think of. Really? Right? If you look at mine, uh-huh. it's my friends. It's my family. Mm-hmm. None of it is me. And that's like an aha mm-hmm. moment, right? Because so much of me has been... And for those of you listening, if this resonates, like, let it resonate, because this was an aha moment for real. Like, my main character energy just leveled the fuck up right now. Okay, okay. But it's all, I've always been such a people pleaser Mm -hmm. that if other people weren't happy, then how could I be happy? And now transitioning into this me first phase and this Mm -hmm. main character energy phase Mm -hmm. and, like, being where being me is comfortable Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. with me before anybody Mm -hmm. else has to start with me everywhere. Yep, period. And the corrective, to work it backwards, right? As a, as a fellow uh, yeah. people pleaser, ex-people pleaser, you go, people pleaser, and then you're like, no, I'm a bad bitch, and then something happens, and you're like, uh, I'm a crushed bitch. Yes. And then you want to <laughs> fix it, and you want to be like, okay, I don't care anymore, I'm a bad bitch again, mm-hmm. but it's from an ugly place, so it's not real, it doesn't feel not real. real. 
the behavior doesn't reflect as like detachment it reflects as resentment right then and you try so, to perfect yes, it so it's yes. consistent and it makes it's crazy making right so like if you start from the non main character energy and yeah. try to correct it afterwards after the rejection has happened it doesn't work mm-hmm. it creates more of like a fucking mess right but when we have uh, main character energy and we have some sort of rejection we're like okay guess you're not for me or I'm not for you right and you just move on and there we don't we don't magnetize the bullshit mm-hmm. we don't magnetize the reactive thinking or the the continuation of manipulation people pleasing controlling behaviors um defocusing being distracted by yeah. drama bullshit uh he said she said gossip and yeah. all of those things fuck up your vibe like just as an individual they fuck up your vibe so it's like even just as we were talking about the protective veiling, uh-huh. right? Main character energy gives you the ability to start from not a deficit. Yeah. And so when somebody is like, mm, not for me, you're like, cool. Because that that means not for, not for yeah. you, honey. You know what I mean? Like, exactly. like not for you. You right, babe. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> thank you. Like, you're like, thank you. Bye. Exactly. Thank you. Like, and, and bless and release. Like, I'm like, there are people that after I've been practicing more main character energy, and it's always growing, never perfected, but... I was like, oh, you know what? Bye. Mm-hmm. And and no, there's no bad blood. Like, it's no. not a thing. It's just like, oh, you're right, girl. Bye. Bye. I love you. Bye. And, and like, you know. just be that. Yeah. And it's like, I don't want you to starve at some other table. You're just yeah. not going to be here. Mm-hmm. And and it's really like, there's a release about it. Like, there's no, like, I don't have to do any forgiveness work about it. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not holding in resentments or there's no weird shit. It's just like. A preference and mm-hmm. it's not a big deal right and um so i feel like having the awareness to just decide to advocate for yourself first mm-hmm. gives you the ability to have an easier boundary set because there's less trying to dig yourself out of a fucking hole exactly because you backed yourself into a corner exactly you started in the corner right <sighs> that is so true uh-huh. and then whatever it is that your main character energy needs uh-huh. and i think were we talking about it the other day or you posted it on Facebook or something? But the minute you're able to say no and set that boundary, yeah. then everything that you have been wanting abundantly that comes so easily mm-hmm. is going to come threefold for you. Yep, period. It just aligns as soon as yeah. you yeah, The no is the key. Like, that's another key, right? The no is the key. Because it un- unlocks your ability to say yes. If you're not saying no, you cannot say yes yet. You're going to have to be able to say no mm-hmm. in order to actually say yes. Like... An arranged marriage, for instance. <laughs> Hello? Like, you didn't say yes. You said, okay, because you couldn't fucking say no. Yeah. You had to. Think about dating. If you yep. had to date every single person mm-hmm. or whatever, you couldn't say no. Right. Would you ever really be able to say yes? Or vice versa. If you mm-hmm. always said yes, whatever. Anyways. Um, what was the thing that I was going to say? It was so important and juicy. It'll come back to you. I'm sure. I love that the no is like a mantra or catchphrase, right? I think of like Mm -hmm. Real Housewives of Atlanta or any Real Housewives show, right? Hello, babe. The very beginning of it, Mm -hmm. they have their own little catchphrase with like the peach, right? It's like, (laughs) you get to have your own catchphrase Mm -hmm. and no, Mm -hmm. right? Like. Okay. So she's talking about that, but where I go with that is like the house slogans for Game of Thrones. (laughs) <laughs> like the Lannisters always pay their debts and yeah, exactly. Yeah, same thing. <laughs> oh fuck me. House, what is it called? Motto, motto, house motto. Oh, house. Let's see. I don't know. I haven't watched it yet. Ugh, I can't. I with know. Her. I know. I'm trying to make. I'm trying to make Game of Thrones jokes, <gasps> and she'll be just like blink, blink. Go, come I on. Get some of it. You fucking imp. 
Just kidding. Get some of it, jeez. You'll get that later. You'll get that one later. <laughs> I'm gonna pour some of my me. main character energy from it. Is what I'm gonna do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will. Time to be like, oh, I get it now. Listen to me. The Lannisters <laughs> got all the main character energy. They are toxic as fuck. I love it. I'm here for it. Sometimes you just need that drama in your life. Like that's another thing. When you bring main character energy, mm-hmm. there's no drama. None. So then you watch it. Yeah. There's no drama. There's no drama because you're able to be integrated, right? And so there's no confusion. Yeah. The outside and the inside are equally, they're balanced, and you represent on the outside the inside. So I'm just reviewing integrated. Mm-hmm. Um, integration is like weaving together, and integrity comes from the same root as integrated. And so that looks like you being able to represent your truth. Mm-hmm. Externally, what I market and present to people as my personality is really me, right? So there's no facades. There's no masking. There's no, like, holding images for some fake space that, mm-hmm. you know, this um, this character will serve a purpose. Like, she's the one who manipulates and, and controls, and she's the one who does all the things when I need protecting because I put myself in a precarious mm-hmm. position. Um, that's a lot of younger self work. Yeah. Too. That, and listen, I love her. Mm-hmm. She's dope chick. She's badass bitch. She protected. Period. She to Period. Protect there the is so many beautiful vi- yeah. versions of me that are like relatively alive ladies. Mm-hmm. Um, that mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm only grateful for. Period. Right. I'm only great. Like, girl, thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Like, I owe my everything to them. Uh, Your main character energy will literally shift and level up 10 notches mm-hmm. the minute you're able to integrate mm-hmm. with your younger self mm-hmm. and be able to say that, thank you, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, we're here mm-hmm. now together, let's do the damn mm-hmm. thing. The Hopa Ono. The, mm-hmm. You better stop right now. Mm-hmm. The ho- Share about the Hopa Ono. Okay, so the Hopa Ono is a sacred Hawaiian islands. So um, powerful. I think, I don't know, I think it's a ritual, honestly, but it, it's a it's four sentences. Just a little prayer. Okay, prayer. It's, um, it's yeah. thank you. I might get this in the wrong order, okay? We're so, gonna look it yeah. up right now, because let me tell you, I did this for a year straight. Mm-hmm. Game changer. Period. Game Period. changer. I do, all, this, is the, this is the recipe for my forgiveness work ritualism. Like, all of my ritualism is this Hopa Ono, tied in with like some prayer work and some journaling but mm-hmm. the concept is just that and the ability to release you know pissed off about my stepdad being a crap dad in the house when I was growing up whatever being able to release those resentments and just be like he was doing his best from where he was at you know and I yep. you know thank you for being the seed for my sister Mm -hmm. for um doing his best to bring a a paycheck home you know doing his best to be himself in whatever way that that came through it was tumultuous and unfortunate Mm -hmm. as an environment but in hindsight i do know that he was doing his best yeah that's a bummer but I can let it go from there. Like, you know what, I thank you for, you know, we existed in the same time, time frame, timeline. He, that taught me so much. That rejection taught me so much. That neglect taught me so much. His inability to even take care of himself taught me so much. Yeah. Him being a whatever husband to my mother taught me so much. Mm. So in that, you know, there's some karmatic lessons there that I obviously pre-signed up for, right? Yeah. So thank you. For meeting me here 
you know, and I'm sorry for my bit too, because I was not an easy child. Like I was obviously on the spectrum. I obviously had stuff going on. I had hella trauma. Mm -hmm. He had no idea how to handle me. Yeah. Should I have been treated like young royalty? Yes, God. Absolutely. Mm Mm-hmm. Did he mishandle the package? He sure the fuck did. Absolutely. But was he doing his fucking best? Yes, mm-hmm. he was. So I love you. I forgive you. Yes. Whatever. Like moving forward, you know? Mm-hmm. And so that's that. She's going to read it to you. Please hold. So four easy steps, right? And it is a prayer for healing and forgiveness. Just say, I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just like you just said. Yep. I thought it was coming up on the TV screen there as I said it, and I was about to be like, mm-hmm. Ooh. Um, I was just like, wait. Whoa. <laughs> Jesus said yes. Yes, that's correct, ladies. Yes. So write this down, y'all who are listening. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. Yep. And there's like, if you go on Pinterest, they have memes with it, and like I've printed them out and put them places. Um, they have books on Amazon. Yeah, they got like audiobooks. The they yeah. have all kinds of things. So it's it's beautiful for forgiveness work. And let me say about forgiveness work is that is step two in your manifestation process. And mm-hmm. decluttering, forgiveness work is the emotional decluttering. Decluttering that part of you, like in your heart space, your head space, will make you healthier. It will make you wealthier. It will make you happier. And it sounds like tree-hugging bullshit, but I have done it so many times incrementally. Different forgiveness work, different declutter created Mm -hmm. different types of joy and wealth in my life, and it's almost fucking immediate. We're talking like 48 hours later. Exactly. Yeah. So it's really worth it to kind of take a peek on it. And I honestly, we should probably do some maybe like a mini challenge or like, you know. We definitely need to. Something about that. So. She and I, when we're done here, we'll, we'll uh, discuss putting some sort of like mm-hmm. maybe guide together, just like a mini, here you go. Um, I mean, that would be so powerful because a lot of times when we're stuck in that moment of wanting to change but not sure what the next steps are, mm-hmm. having that visual, like you're saying, that visual representation mm-hmm. laid out so it's quick and easy. Mm-hmm. So it becomes repetition and then it comes naturally. Mm-hmm. And so worksheets, powerful. worksheets. Oh, I feel like that they, the whole using a pen to write something, mm-hmm. pen on paper is beautiful. It's magic. Yeah. No, listen. It's incantations. It's, it's magic. Literal. I could write a whole book about this. Magic. Yep. The last 15 years of my life have mm-hmm. been power through pen. Mm-hmm. I think there's a whole, there's a whole series of mm-hmm. things to be said, especially, okay, human design projectors, empaths. Um, advocates in the uh, Myers Briggs. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that you people have gathered yourselves on the other end of this because <laughs> um, that's what we are. Yeah. Um, on accident, on purpose. Hello, how are you doing? <laughs> like, fuck. Um, the the pen to paper thing is the that's a the your pen is a magic wand. Okay. And um, anything that needs to come or go is going to come in that way. Mm-hmm. Go in that way. I'm releasing this. I'm forgiving this. I'm letting this go. I'm aligning myself with, I'm calling in, I'm grateful for, to receive, you know, and, um, I love that. You know, I think something that would be good for all of you listening out there, if you haven't already, is write down the characteristics that your main character has. Yes, babe, your highest self. What is your main character? Who is she? Who is he? Who Mm -hmm. is they? Whatever Mm -hmm. What do they do? Where do they live? What does their house look like? Do they have a spouse? What's their spouse like? Mm -hmm. Do they have kids? What are their kids like? What's their career like? What's their day like? 
you know, what kind of clothes do they wear? What's their favorite color? Yeah. How do they wear their hair? Is it, you know, longer or shorter or a different color? Like, what do are they, their principles? What period. are their values? Yes. How are do they, they treat the barista? Yes. How do they treat the person that just ran the red light? Mm-hmm. Like, who is that main mm-hmm. character? How do they feel all day? Mm. You know, like, honestly, how do they feel all day? Do they rise up? Um, and get angry, you know, and defend yeah. you. Because, like, for me, there are sections of my life where I wish I had been a little bit more, like, bark back. Mm-hmm. So I had to balance that in my yeah. highest self. Like, my highest self will tell a motherfucker off. And that's not all love and light. I will cuss you the fuck out nowadays. Why? Because I'm living one time. I'm spiritual, but I'm also, I'm human. Yeah. And I'm finna be human. Yeah. I'm going to release it. I'm not having my throat chakra block because you're being a fucking dumbass. Exactly. I'm gonna. I'm not going to disrespect anybody. I'm not going to cut them down. I'm not going to create insecurities. I'm not going to be demonic. You're but you yeah. Advocate. But you're going to hear from me mm-hmm. about how I've been affected. Right. Period. Period. You know what I mean? And so, you know, what does she act like? What mm-hmm. does he act like? What do they have to say? You know, who do they give a fuck about? What do they give a fuck about? And take a look and see which ones are really you. Right. And whichever ones don't resonate with you, Mm -hmm. it's not that it's not you. Mm -hmm. It's that there's something negative in your life that's Mm -hmm. blocking that. And so Mm -hmm. what do you need to say no Mm -hmm. to to bring that energy? Yep. Upgrades. Yeah. So like, um, let me think. Oh, my husband. My husband, the house and the upgrade of the house. (laughs) Yes. So he wants like mansion, pools. Me too, babe. (laughs) He's just like, ugh. My husband is a tasty morsel. Oh. He, I, would, I don't know if I would define him as tasty. because He's delicious. But he's the best. He is the best. Mm-hmm. So he he's like, I, you know, he'd be like, no, because we were discussing our dreams, right? And I'm like, I love our house because we got this house and we, we um, what's it called, remodeled it. And it's very bespoke to me. Like, it's exactly Gorgeous. all the things. It's Tara, right? Yeah. And he's like, this is not the house, Tara. Like, this is a house. This is our first house. This is not the house. Like, I need to put you in a mansion. Like, you're, mm-hmm. you don't belong here. You belong, you know? And so I'm like, this is so precious. I don't know what the fuck you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. Because, bitch, my fupa does not belong in a mansion, okay? That's part of my, like, body image, um, self-worth shit. Like, I'm like, me and my cellulite cannot be walking through double doors with the fucking dual staircases and shit. No, she cannot. You can't see me right now, but I'm holding back the fist that wants to go in her gullet as she's talking. But I'm so serious. I, I, I had to but like think about because, it. Like I was yes. like, I was like, I don't feel aligned with that. Like I love that for me, and I love that for him. And like, yes, yeah. Jesus. But also, okay, Tara, who's in there. Like I've got like teeny tiny little stilettos on with like like um legally blonde vibes. Okay, yes. with like the the Barbie shoes that you wear when you're like five that are made out of plastic with a little pom pom on top. I see you, 100%. Okay, yeah. So and also like a thong bikini up the butts. Like not a stitch of texture to my skin. Mm-hmm. I have etched abs. Okay. And my arms are you like. Draw them on for you. Yeah, yeah. We'll use. <laughs> we're gonna use self tanner. Um, and I've got guns. I've got like yeah. almost like Michelle Obama arms. Oh, she has oh, arms. Jesus. Like, oh my God, Michelle, if you ever hear this, girl, come train us. You're amazing. You are. Okay. Fuck. Anyways, that's that's main character. Hello. If watch watch an interview with Michelle Obama. Ugh. That just put a crown on her head. His main character yes. energy yes. at its Sis finest. is fucking regal. Literally. Yeah. Yeah. Literally. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, go on. Because you only get one chance okay, to okay. talk about my share. Like I want sh- I want share because... aging because I, I want I want to like I want to age shareish. Okay. Um, so, you know, nip tuck, nip tuck, nip tuck, and like plump, 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 but like to my face, like the same face, mm-hmm. just somehow, you know, 
ish. So like physical self love. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. For. Integrating into that. I know. Interesting. I know. <laughs> but also that I'm like really flexible. You know what I mean? Like I'm like yoga ing yeah. and like I can Pilates. do the splits upside mm-hmm. down, standing up. I can fucking push ups with one arm yeah. type stuff. Twerking on a handstand. Yeah, we easy. Love it. Like mm-hmm. I love it. Like I could walk down the hallway on my hands, right. like type stuff. Like I'm so agile. And um I'm just like carefree. You know what I mean? Like I've like I've unburdened myself with the concern of yeah. being um competing in my field mm. with um having any type of list. Like I, I love a, a good list, right? But like the this version of myself today, my highest self, the bitch in a mansion, she's like, Yep, that's the list and it's whatever. She's impartial and detached from the list. She's doing the list because she loves herself and she wants to do yeah. stuff. Not because she's scared of the list or scared of the consequences Ooh. of not having got it done, right? So what's in the way? Have you done a list um, recently of what's in the way? What those characteristics are and what's blocking. Oh well, it's always confidence, right? It's okay. always self-love and confidence it's always integration about what is valuable and what is worthy and blah blah blah, mm-hmm. blah. so um p- part of 2023's goals for me is um body trust mm-hmm. so you know i think some of it isn't necessarily the rejection of my flesh and the way that aesthetics is like the yeah. way it looks it's more about having had like cervical cancer in my 20s and having my mom you know my mom is BRCA1 and 2 positive and so she's got she's currently doing chemo and she lives with us and i love her to pieces and I want, like, She's I want this beautiful life for her, and um, and she doesn't get to have the things I want for her, right? Mm-hmm. She doesn't have the quality of life that I want for her, yeah. and that just is like, um, I don't know if it's like stressful or if it's just like disappointing, right? It's just mm-hmm. like, oh, come on, man, move out of the way, cancer. So, but like my body trust from having been sick and then having to have part of my cervix removed um, is really just kind of it's not as confident as it should be. So there's some rejection there, right? Like there's some like, I don't know about you, you tried to fucking kill me. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. And so working through that, that's part of, and that's part of it. That's part of working through it. You know, like doing um, Tahitian dancing, hopefully this, yes. and some um, other kinds of dance maybe. Yeah. And uh, obviously yoga, Pilates, lifting weights, good nutrition, all of the things to integrate into really trusting my mm-hmm. body and letting, um, letting my soul really resonate in here being human you know because it's like i almost have them in separate containers like they're married together but they're kind of in separate containers still because there's a fear of body betrayal like are you gonna fuck with me some more dog you know and to the the um the process of separating myself from myself when that happened in my early 20s um and having like that diagnosis i was like i had to separate me from my flesh for the first time other than being assaulted obviously and um and it was a different kind of separation Mm -hmm. and so marrying them back together one there's the fear of having to separate them again if something were to happen and then also the marrying them together means that there's like you know there's a road of work there which is a beautiful thing like what is the universe trying to teach me here right but um that's a thing Mm, i love this right now Mm -hmm. i love this right now you should see her looking at me. She needs to stop fucking looking at me like that. <laughs> I love this right now. I have so many ideas, but it's something that just has to come. I have right? to hold myself accountable, you guys. I have exactly. to go see the gyno soon and do my lady appointment. So, ladies, it's time to do your ladies' appointments. Yeah, time too. 
Take your tits in, let them squeeze the girls. Did you know that pap smears now, side note real quick, are every four years now? I did hear that on the interweb. Um, and also that they won't give you one until you're after older than 21. Unless, um, okay. unless you think you have an STD. And I'm like, okay, so we're doing sex education in the schools, but we're not offering... This needs to be a whole nother podcast. The applicable sex education yeah. as a public service or whatever, like... Because I didn't even know about my body or anything even about that mm -hmm. until I was well over 21. Granted, mm -hmm. there was some dope and other things yeah, yeah, mixed yeah. in there. Right. However, didn't know any of it. My mom was really good about educating me. That's She's amazing. like, I mean, you know, my mom is amazing. She's just amazing. But, um, educating you about right, your body. Body. About my body and about um, conceptual, the concept of sex, right? Mm -hmm. Um, You know... And I was just driving down the road the other day and I was thinking about, I grew up as a rejected little girl with lots and lots of trauma. And so mm -hmm. it made me a people pleaser. And I was hypersexual because of that to some extent, not necessarily in performance, but in like concept, like in yeah. my head, I was always like willing to basically trade me in for somebody else's approval. Mm -hmm. And I'm glad that that didn't really come into action per mm -hmm. se in my activity until I was like in my mid twenties and I was using drugs and whatever. But, um, it still felt that way, right. right? It still felt that way. So I wish I had, I mean, as far as sex education goes, I wish I had known more. Right. I wish I had known more about my value, mm -hmm. you know, and how I would be affected as a woman sexually um, and how that's attached to our emotions and um, our hormones. Yes. Want it to be. I mean, mm -hmm. there's just, it's like, it's like trying to think yourself out of depression or anxiety. Yeah. Good fucking luck. It's it's your body's mechanisms yeah. hormonally creating attachments sometimes. Yeah. Good fucking luck, bro. Exactly. So, you know, just knowing those things and being aware of, like, how the societal norm is um, what it is and how the patriarchy will use that against us and how, you know, being, being a mother is such a beautiful thing, but being a mother at 14 or 16 or 18 or any time where you're not prepared to be a mother – even financially prepared, yeah. emotionally prepared, um, culturally prepared. Like, what if you're, you know, just dealing with yourself and you're in your mid, like, if you're not ready, mm -hmm. then you need solutions. You need education. And yeah. that's a that's that not self-abandoning thing again. Yeah. We could get all into that, and there's a whole bunch of details about that. There's but another, I just, We're bookmarking this yeah. right here. This is a whole other yes. podcast. Um, but, you know, it's that self-abandonment thing yeah. for the benefit of somebody else that's not me. Mm -hmm. Shit. That I'm like, ugh. I wish I'd known more about that. And my mom didn't have that to give. Yeah. You know, so, like, she gave me all that she had. But that's, like, a cultural thing. Like, women, especially in her generation, they didn't have that information, mm -hmm. that knowledge, that confidence, that wisdom to give. Exactly. So that's the thing. And then you bring in the whole not feeling good enough, trying mm -hmm. to find your place yep. and whatever that looks like. <gasps> not listening, not feeling loved. Trying to find your place. Things. Yeah. Okay, so... I had my plug in the game. Tell me one time. God, you're just looking for somewhere to belong, honestly, mm. right? And I was like, that hurt my feelings, and I'm fucking leaving. Mm. And he was my friend, too, right? Mm -hmm. But he had bad timing. And I think or he was... good timing. Well, he was, trying to, <laughs> he was trying to give me information, and that hit so fucking... Yes. I mean, it went... It hit my spine. Like, it and went... hit your main character. Yes, girl. <laughs> and, um, and I was doing my notes for my new perfect day the other day. Yeah. And it was that, uh, uh, um, please hear me when I say this, epiphany moment. Mm, them's my favorite. Okay. <laughs> like, I belong everywhere. Everywhere. 
where, where, wherever it is that I show up, I belong because I'm present. I'm the one who makes the belonging. Main character energy. Main character energy. Main character right? mother-loving the, energy. The um, introspective cameras have mm-hmm. arrived in our main mm-hmm. char- character story because I'm here. Yes. Like, I make the belonging. Yes. So, um, you know, and it's something that I want to share with my daughter. It's something that I want to share with every fucking person basically alive. Mm-hmm. Like, main character energy, babe, like, you're there. That means it's off and popping. Because of you, no matter what you're going through, yep. no matter what you're healing through in that moment, just you being there is it. Mm-hmm. That's you it. belong. Yep. You belong. And you, and it's happening because you're there. Because you're there. I love this. This is like the whole, it's one of those everything aligning yeah. for this podcast right here. Yep. Can I also tell you guys, let me give you a visual. Not only will you hear the visual, but you'll see it on a little time lapse that we're doing, which is also really fun. <laughs> so we had this idea, right? And we're like, okay, what are we going to do? So we theme out our podcast, right? So main character energy. So I'm like, all right, Tara, what's your main character energy going to be? And you literally described the Barbie, the share aging, the bougie, the this, the that, right? And I was like, yeah, cool. I'm going to come with my Air Forces on, some jeans, right? I'm going to come with a little T tits out, right? Eyelashes on point, main character energy. Let me tell you what we came as. Our main character energy right here, right now, oh God. in the moment Hello. that we're in. Yep. Because we're going through a healing process. All the time. Is Tara bougie right now? 5,000% this bodysuit is giving everything this bodysuit is supposed to give. <laughs> and it's bougie as it gets. Did I come in my little hood fabulous? To a certain extent, yes. She absolutely did. I'm not even listening. Don't, don't listen to her. To a certain extent, yes. However, wait till the next main character energy we do, right? Because like everything we just talked about mm-hmm. was for you. Mm-hmm was for the listeners, was mm-hmm. for us, mm-hmm. right? That body positivity that you're looking for mm-hmm. in your journey. It's the Honopono mm-hmm. prayer yeah, for yeah, that yeah. moment, Period. right? Yes. It's writing down, here's what I want the next character, main character energy to be, mm-hmm. and here's what's blocking it because I'm compartmentalizing everything. Yes. They're not combined. Yes. Right? Yep. Every moment, like you already know what you integrated. need to do. They're integrated. They're not integrated. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You just did it. Mm-hmm. And I like that you said the next main character because – my favorite being alive yeah. in the Matrix kind of metaphor is video games, yes. the VR. So you level up and you go to the next level of the game and mm-hmm. you get a new avatar. Mm-hmm. You upgrade the avatar, right? And so you get to redesign in this new level your next avatar. Yeah. And so having a visual representation of how the Matrix works mm. and the being alive game playing works and those are not, you know, rock solid ironclad metaphors. That's just the way that I choose to view it because it gives my brain something to hold on to. Um, no, I love that. Yeah. I envision like the mushroom in Mario. Yep. You eat the mushroom and you, you level boop, up, right? Boop, yeah. Boop. <laughs> Period. Period. Mario Brothers. I had okay. I had that Mario Brothers epiphany. Yeah. This is what life is like. Yeah. I was three years old, four years old, playing video games with my little friend. We didn't even have it in my house. My mom's best friend, her name is Leanna. Her son's name is Steven, and he was one of my first little best mm-hmm. friends. He was diagnosed ADHD, and they dogged him the fuck out. Mm-hmm. And it bothered me so much because he was my little friend. And he was a little bit obnoxious sometimes, but I avoided ADHD because of the way that they treated him and stigmatized him. It was like he was dirty almost. Mm-hmm. And I remember being like feeling bad for him because yeah. they were so ugly to him. 
And I remember them defining ADHD like he needed more attention from other people and that's why he was attention seeking as opposed to having nothing to do with his ability to pay attention to what's right. going on, right? Um, and so that kept me from my diagnosis for a long, long time, Ooh. right? The stigma. But anywho, I'm sitting there, we're playing the video game and I'm watching it go and, you know, playing the song. And I have this epiphany and it might have just been God talking again, that this is what life is like. Oh, my God. Like, we're going down the thing, and you press the button, and then this happens, and if you die, you just start again. Start yeah. And then you go to the next level, and different things happen, and you get different challenges, and you have to master those, and if you die, you just start again. That just gave me God bumps. Hello? Mm-hmm. That's the thing. That is, that's it, right there. Literally. I might have to make us a little uh, podcast uh, cover thing with uh, Super Mario Brothers with our heads poorly... With our avatars in the background. <laughs> our higher selves. Boop, 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 boop. Fuck. Oh, too bad real shrooms didn't work like Mario shrooms. Oh, my God. I mean... Kind of, maybe. Kind of. For some people, they might, you know, honestly. like For, for some people. One time yeah. as a microdose, you know, or it's like combined with some sort of spiritual experience. I'm feeling like TikTok says they do. I didn't experience that either, to be honest. Me neither. But that was not my goal <laughs> either. So I was like, yeah. That, that was not part of the main character energy. No. No, that was not what that was for. Yep. No, sir. Oh, my goodness. Oh, I love it. Okay, so last week we did Pinterest. Mm-hmm. Right? Make a Pinterest folder mm-hmm. of your preferences. Mm-hmm. Vision board. Vision board. Mm-hmm. So what, what's this week? The list. Oh, the list. Perfect day, probably. Perfect day. Or like the higher self attributes. But yeah. um, take, you know, five minutes, ten minutes, grab a pen and a piece of paper mm-hmm. and just imagine the best version of you that's conceivable you know and some of the things are going to be like "Mm," like but if if it pops into your head just write it down whatever Mm -hmm. um and make a list of like maybe 30 40 things i think my list right now is going on four pages and i'm going to continue until i run out of things but i've been doing this a while so the more the merrier because the more clearly the things are defined the better the preferences are and so you're just going to look at you know the things that you love and the things that you don't love, the things that probably could be changed or things that need upgrading or the things yeah. that, you know, stress you out. What are you stressed out about right now? What do you worry about? Who do you worry about? Mm-hmm. What does your day look like that you're like, I really could do without that? Like, exactly. what do you want to wear all day? Do you want to be in your jammy jams all day? Because I sure the fuck do. Like, what kind of um, relationships or conversations do you have during the day? Like, do you have all of your conversations with adults at work? Mm-hmm. Do you have you know, girlfriends or boyfriends or, you know, any type of, like, nutritional relationships. Do you read books? Do you want to read books? Do you want to listen to books? Do you want to study something? Do you want to do music again or art or whatever? You know, like, what is it that your best self, your highest self, what do they do? And then just list all of the things. What what are they about? What do they do? What do they like? What do they not like? And then we're going to look at the difference between you currently today and the list that's on the piece of paper and just make awarenesses like Mm -hmm. you don't even really got to do anything like you just make awarenesses because that's the first key you know and then it'll organically work itself out a lot of the time a lot of the time yeah the 
encouragement and dedication and like courage to make mm-hmm. the change will happen mm-hmm. and highly highly encourage you guys like last week pinterest was carving out the time mm-hmm. right and that could be your preferences but highly highly encourage you for this list put pen to paper mm-hmm. don't write it notes on mm-hmm. your iphone or mm-hmm. whatever the samsung uses because mm-hmm. iphone's elite but that's just my preference. period just sorry weird. period literally um, pen to paper pen to paper yeah it's like it's so funny because, like, I love my iPad, mm-hmm. and I do get epiphanies writing on the iPad. Mm-hmm. But it is not the same. Not the same. As I don't care what paper. anybody says. Yeah, it's, it's not just the same. Because I love me a good note on an iPad also. It feels great. Mm-hmm. The way you erase it is mm-hmm. really nice. Mm-hmm. But when you put pen and paper, you can't erase it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it just there. feels different. Energetically, it feels different. Tangibly, it feels mm. different. The way you hold the pen yeah, is different. Yeah, it's different. Yeah better superior in like mm. a spiritual kind of thing personal opinion that's my vote though anyways and it brings joy like even just talking about pen to paper mm-hmm. brings a peace on my heart mm-hmm. that i can't even explain until you've done it mm-hmm. that's so real that's so real, so real. it <laughs> seems really kind of mundane because we use pen to paper for so many like monotonous whatever yeah. things it's like almost sacrilege but i feel like it should be like a holy practice like it it's be. really something special about it it's like a no matter the handwriting yeah. my handwriting hasn't no, progressed since the first grade you can't read mine that doesn't matter yeah it's just the the it's the action of doing the intention of doing yep period mm. period love it so if you love it screenshot it share it copy the link send it to somebody um give us a review wherever you listen to your podcasts yes um and we will have a ladies retreat in february late february it's gonna be so good it's all main character energy finding your inner divine yes all the beautiful things Mm -hmm. the holistic physical mental emotional spiritual things and it comes with a lot of love and healing that we experience Mm -hmm. all like first person diy we're gonna tell you how we did it period Mm -hmm. yeah period Mm-hmm. just like this like in a conversational yeah. kind of whatever so all right we love you love you so much bye, bye. <laughs> okay you guys that was some stuff wasn't it um so thank you for listening um if you wouldn't mind going and giving us a review wherever it is that you um got this podcast i would really appreciate it um you can always email us uh visit taraharrove.com and um click the contact on our menu um we love to hear from you send me questions tell me comments um tell me what you get out of it we have a group on facebook it's called the glow up for humans who manifest please feel free to join us um and we'll talk to you soon